p.m. Let's go to the movies. Well, first, let's find out just how crazy it is to make one, and then we'll watch one. Steve Kedrowski is uh, my guest in the studio this morning. Uh, you may recognize, well, you recognize the name. You might not recognize his face because when you see him on stage, he's bald or he's got long hair. He's got a tattoo. He's an artist, an actor, a writer, a photographer, public relations. He's, he's, uh, you really do it all. Steve, good morning. Thanks for coming. Good morning, Mike, and good morning, lacrosse. On Monday, the 15th, this coming Monday, you're, you're going to make a presentation at the Onalaska Library. On the making of the making of any movie or the making of a specific movie. Well, th- yeah, this Monday, May fifteenth at six o'clock at the Onalaska Library, I'm going to be giving a talk about the making of a movie, sponsored cool. by the Onalaska Area Historical Society. Awesome. And I'm going to be covering a lot of different territories. I've been in about twelve movies myself, and done theater and reenactments and that. Sure. So I'm going to be talking about how there's a network of actors that are put together and how we produce a film and everything is put together and how we can actually go out and make a film. Uh, a lot of people have heard of community theater. Well, sure. this is community film. Oh, awesome. And the biggest difference between a play and a movie is a play is right on a stage. You know, it's right there. Everything takes place up on the right. stage. Where with a movie, you have to go out and find the locations. And yeah. that's where I was. I was actually a location director on a lot of the movies where you have to find the house, find the church, find the school where you're going to film these scenes. And you also have the actors that you bring together. And I also helped with the rewrites on the scripts. So there was a lot involved more with the making of a movie as opposed to a play. And so I'll be talking about that, a one-hour talk at the Onalaska Library this Monday. And then in conjunction with that, on Saturday, May 20th, at the Onalaska American Legion, I'm going to be showing one of the movies called The Last Bridge Home. Oh, sure. And uh, that's a very uh, uh, emotional movie. It's about veterans who have lost loved ones. Uh, People have gone off to war and never came home. And I play kind of an antagonist kind of person. You're a I'm, bad guy. In that I'm movie. a bad guy, and I look bad. I and like you were saying earlier, I shaved my head. I grew a goatee, so I'm kind of an odious-looking guy, and I act that same way. But it's an unusual story, very emotional, melancholy, and uh, it's going to be taking place just a few weeks before uh, Memorial Day weekend. And the movie itself takes place just before Memorial Day weekend. Oh, cool. So the timing is perfect. perfect. And it's a family movie. It has a lot of kids in the movie and that. So I think everybody would enjoy it. And especially uh, if, you've got a, if you are or a connection to a veteran, there's, a, there's that connection as well. Yes, yes. It's very emotional. Uh, the, the short version is two separate stories in the movie. A young girl uh, who wants to leave town at the end of graduation. She wants to leave for the summer and get out of town. She doesn't like herself. She doesn't like her parents. She wants to leave. But before she gets a chance to do that, she starts getting letters in the mail from veterans who went off to war and never came back. So the storyline is where are these letters coming from? And then on the other end of town is a William. He's a 60-year-old man whose brother went off to Vietnam War and was missing in action in 1971 and never came home. So he's tortured by this. He starts to see his brother in his dreams, and he's very uh, upset about this. And then he starts hearing that this girl is getting these letters, 
he wants to know where are these letters coming from? You know, is he going to get a letter? Is she going to get a letter from his brother yeah, yeah, that wow. was missing? So these two families slowly blend Come together, together. Sure. yeah, to a crescendo that's very unusual twist. Wow, that's so cool. How does that process start? You said that uh, it's community movies. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to be the first person. Somebody calls somebody and says, hey, uh, is it the writer? I've got this idea. I've just finished this movie script. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get the family together and make it. Is that how it works? Yeah, well, in this case, Scott Thompson is the director, and he wrote it. And when you make a movie, what you do is you write a synopsis, meaning a story. You have to write right. a story okay. first. Then you have to write a script, and then from the script, then you find the actors, and then you find the locations. So that's how it all comes together. Is you got to have a story. Right. Now, if it was okay. a big Hollywood production, like I was in uh, uh, Fort McCoy movie, that was a Hollywood film. They have a story. They make up storyboards, like little drawings sure, of sure. how these actors are going to. Looks like get. a comic strip, sort right? Of. Right, and that's a storyboard, and that's where it starts. And then you write a story, the script and then the actors, and then the locations. That's cool. And how that whole process takes uh, less than a minute to say, mm-hmm. but it takes months and months <laughs> to do. Yes, yes, it does. And, and a lot of times we film the, Mike, we film the end of the movie first. Really? Because it depends on how the actors are available, you know, if, oh, sh- if they can show up at a certain time. Sure. and that. So sometimes you're, you're filming out of sequence. So this is where you have a continuity director they have to make sure that Mike's wearing the right shirt in the right scene and everything is going correctly, that you're not wearing something that you didn't wear in that scene a, right. a different day. Right, right. And that's uh, every once in a while there's uh, YouTube uh, blooper videos of, oh, remember in this movie, remember when uh, you know this happened and that happened? Hmm. Look right there on the table. I'm pretty sure that's a Coke. And uh, <laughs> they didn't have Coke back then or you no, know, whatever. That's whatever right. it happens mm-hmm. to be, something yeah. – Something silly that yeah. uh, that that continuity director missed. Yes, that, that's right. And the thing is, with with any kind of a story, whether it's a play or a movie, you want to tell a good story, and when you want to make the story mean something, and you want to have a good time telling it. And this way, most actors get along great. You know, you have a good time. You go sure. out for drinks and go out to eat afterwards, and that. And it takes about two to three months to make a movie. Wow. You know, so there's a lot of time involved in that. Then there, there's production afterwards that goes into the lab where you got to edit so actually mike what you're doing is you're making an eight hour movie that gets edited down to two hours so that's when you see the the blooper reels or the extras at the end of a movie because there's a lot of film that goes on the floor that never gets into the movie how often do you knock on a door and say hi can we make a movie in your backyard or you you, you're Mm -hmm. the farmer you own this property but you got a bridge way over there. Can mm-hmm. we? Does that happen all the time when you're using somebody else's property? It. Uh, people are very congenial. They're very happy to do it. Sometimes some of these property owners are in our movies oh, because cool. we need extras, need sure. people in the background. Sometimes they might even have a few lines. Uh, we've had some of the things that in our movie that are great is the music, finding the music, the musicians to sing the background, or maybe yeah. even be in the movie, like John Smith from Tremplow pretty famous guy he's in a couple of our movies he's in the last bridge home and he wrote some uh songs just for our movies and another musician uh justin vernon from eau claire uh wrote a lot of the music for the last bridge home that we're going to be showing on may 20th he went on 
to win three Grammy Awards with his band. He's from Eau Claire. He's got a band called Bonavere, and he's uh, very well known in the music business, and he wrote some fantastic music. The Onalaska Public Library on Monday. What time? Uh, Monday at 6 o'clock, the making of the movie. It's a one-hour presentation, and everything is free. That's free. Sure, sure. And the movie at the Onalaska Legion on the the 20th, and that's Saturday at 1 o'clock, and that's free. And actually, their kitchen is going to be open, so if you want to come, come early, lunch and a movie. Yeah, have a burger and fries, and then sit back and watch uh, a fantastic movie. And that particular movie has won numerous what they call Telly Awards. They're given out to independent films. I've won several Telly Awards, and that uh, movie won Best Picture for wow. uh, Telly Awards. For it was called The Last Bridge Home. Cool, cool. Look yeah. forward to it. Learning about it on Monday, watching it on Saturday. The Onalaska Public Library Monday. The uh, Legion on Sand Lake Road on uh, Saturday. Uh, thank you very much, Steve, for coming in and telling us about that. Yeah. I'm sure you'll have a packed house. All right. Thank you, times. Mike. Thank you. Steve Kudrowski is the uh, man about town, artist, actor, writer, photographer, public relations. So someday you might see him and he's bald and you'll <laughs> think, oh, man, are you sick? No, no, I'm in a movie. Oh, okay.